You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Where do I go for help? It's the title of this devotion. You know, I was talking with somebody and I was ministering in a town. They didn't know I was ministering there. I just met them. I was talking to them and they mentioned to me, I honestly can't remember where that was now, what town that was, but they said to me something that I, I've remembered. They said, yeah, we don't know where to go. We don't know where to go for help. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 9, verse 38, I think it is, he said, they are like sheep without a shepherd and their problems are so great that do not know where to go for help. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he may give laborers into his harvest field. All the people everywhere with their pains and hurts and needs, many people and many Christian people don't know where to go for help. They are frightened to talk to anybody and often also because Christians maybe sometimes haven't been thoughtful in sharing with others needs that they've had the privilege to minister to. And that is one of the things we need to become wiser at, to not ever share those things, but keep them private. And that is an interesting balance in circumstance, so that's not the subject of this devotion. But the subject of the devotion today is, where do I go for help? So I want to take you here to Job chapter 9, verse 32. For he, the Lord, is not a man as I am, that I may answer him, and that we should go to court together. In other words, if we sit down and, and talk about this, what's going on? Come on, Lord, I, I've walked right in your sight, so why is this happening? You know, and that I can discuss it with him. He says, nor, verse 33, is there any mediator between us who may lay his hand on us both and bring us together. Now, Job had his three friends, and one was real emphasizing all the values of his knowledge of the laws of God, and the other one's his values of the culture of a religious life. And the other one just plainly bashed him, Job. But none of the three counselors had the heart of God to bring to the heart of Job. And while they had a lot of good knowledge, they didn't have what Job needed and was looking for. Job was looking to come into the heart of God and to just hide in that and feel safe in that, like Psalm 91, in the secret place of the Most High, I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty and no evil, verse 9, shall befall me, for I've made the Lord who is my refuge, my habitation. No evil shall befall me. Psalm 91 is such a powerful psalm where the heart of the Father is made one with you and me. 
And that is what Job was looking for. He says, there's nobody who can put his hand on my shoulder and God's shoulder and bring us together as a mediator. Isn't that an amazing thought that Job was looking for what we are now freely given through the Lord Jesus, who is the only mediator God has given, who is between God and man to bring our hearts together, it says in 1 Timothy chapter 2. And then in chapter 5, Job says this, and I love this statement, chapter 5, verse 8 and 9. You know, as for me, I will seek God. And to God, I commit my cause. He does great and unsearchable, marvelous things without number. So, yes, I, I can't feel us coming together at this moment. I don't understand that because I love him. I'm with him. I don't understand why I don't feel anything, see anything. I, I can't recognize any help, any help, but this is what I do. I commit my cause to him. I, I said, Lord, I, I put it into your hands. And I love that about Job. And that's such a good thing to learn. The second thing Job also did here in chapter 23, starting at verse 8. Look, I go forward, but he's not there. I go back, but I cannot perceive him. When he works on the left, I cannot behold him. When he turns to the right hand, I cannot see him. In other words, no matter how I turn, no matter what I try, no matter how I do it, I can't connect with him. But he knows the way that I take. And when he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. Or one translation says, when he has completed searching my heart, he himself will bring me forth pure as gold. Oh, how I love Job. He says, Lord, I so wish there was somebody who could bring us together. I wish I could talk to somebody and feel your presence. I, I, I wish I could just know where to go. I'd go there to connect with you, Lord. But I don't know what to do to connect with you. But one thing, I know you know me. And I know, Father, I know that you are searching my heart to be true to you. And I will be true to you. Yes, my foot has held fast, verse 11, to your steps, O Lord. I have kept your way. I've not turned aside. I've not departed from your commandments, the commandments of your lips, but I've treasured your words in my heart more than my necessary food. You know, friends, sometimes God says, son, you have this. That's more than enough for you to know me. Lean upon my word. It will never lie. And keep reading it and keep praying it and keep singing it and you will see. I am there for you even when you can't see me. You see, friends, today I want you to realize that there is help with the Lord. The great psalmist in this famous Psalm 121 said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from which come my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I look up and I see the hills, I see the mountains and the grandeur of creation. And I say, Lord, I look to you who made all these things as my help. Oh, friends, God will never fail to be faithful to help you. You have a well-proven help in time of need. He will not fail you. I guarantee he will not fail you. God is a well-proven help. 
Oh, I just am so thankful that God's always been there for us. And yes, you can, you can know that Virginia and I, we have been tried to the uttermost at times. To the uttermost. But no matter how hard the devil tried to destroy us and to break the faith of God in us, Jesus was the strength of our life. You know, when we got married... I was already a pastor in the Netherlands. We got married in 1983. And uh, I was a pastor in, 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 by Rotterdam, in the suburb town of Rotterdam in, in the Netherlands. And so Virginia then came and, and she came alongside me in passing the church. And so the first time she got up in front of the church the congregation, about 350 people too. My father had started that church. Oh yeah, I just want you to know my, the, the, the honor for that, for that church goes to my father, not to me. I had the privilege to do it with him and on his behalf. But the first time she got up before the people, I'll never forget, she had a, a blue, I think a blue outfit on, little jacket and a, and a skirt. And she stood there this is 1983, before the people, and she was having to share. And she was, what, 22 years old? No, 20 years old. I was 22. Uh, I was 23. She was 21. There we go. And uh, she stood there before the people. And uh, this is what she said. Jesus said, if you hear my words and act upon them, you are like a wise man who builds his house upon the rock. And when the waves come against this house and beat vehemently against it, it cannot fall. And she said, listen up. And she said, the waves and the storms don't wait until the house is built before they come. But Jesus is sufficient to keep us going even when the house is still being built. I'll never forget that, what she shared. You see, that spirit of faith that knows the Lord is my strength, my shield, my light, my salvation. The Lord, the Lord, He is my helper. I can rely and depend on Him. I will not be afraid. What can man to give? What can man do to me? Friends, we need to know that spirit of faith today in our churches. It needs to be in our hearts as we go around the community, grocery shopping or walking or whatever, and then it just comes out of us. So I mentioned to you earlier, and I'll close with that here, Jesus, when he was saying, they are like sheep without a shepherd. And they are weary and scattered because they are like sheep without a shepherd. The harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers of you pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into a harvest. And then he called his 12 disciples to him and gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. You see, Jesus wants to give us power today to be able to get the kind of help that people can't get anywhere else. You know, God wants us to be able to give the kind of help that when people have tried everything and then we say, well, let me just pray for you and boom, it happens. It happens. You see, there are many people seeking for help. Let's be the kind of people they can find to get that help because we represent the love of our Savior. Amen. Have a good day.